What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Lace Mob Podcast. We're here. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year to you, KB. <laughs> uh, <laughs> New Year, new me. Cap. <laughs> Cap. That's that. That's that's for when you're when you're young, you know. But I don't know. Sometimes, so for some people it works though. For some people it works. But uh, anyways, you know what we always start off with stars of the week. I'm gonna let you. Hit, I'm gonna let you hit me with yours, and then you know I'm gonna do mine. You know how it goes. Demar, uh, no more Demar the Chosen. No, I mean sorry, no, no more Demar the Frozen. Demar the Chosen. Chosen, So I don't know. I, I, I really just I have to give him his credit. I'm not even mad at what Toronto did to him at this point. I'm just happy he had to go through all of this because now he's, he just looks hungry. He just looks like he's ready to dominate whoever's in front of him. So my boy Demar Derozan, man, my my star of the week. Who's your star? I mean, yo, worthy star, worthy star. Mine's not as good as yours, but I'm gonna give it to to Willie Styles, Willie Nylander. I don't know if you got to catch mm. the Leafs game last night, but they're finally back, back in action. They oh, beat shit. they beat the Sens six nothing, and Willie scored two goals. So I'm gonna give him star of the week just because I'm happy that uh, the Leafs are finally back, back in playing. Um, yeah. but uh, we got some we got some NBA stuff to talk about. Yo, KB, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you take this over, bro. Cause I, I, some of the stuff I don't. I mean, some of the stuff I know. But uh, I'm seeing Rondo traded over here, bro. Like, what? What's going on there? I didn't hear this rumor. I mean, not not even a rumor. It's official. Like the Cavs. The Cavs have three point guards. It was Ricky Rubio, Darius Garland, and Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton got an injury at the beginning of the season. ACL injuries out for the season. Um, Ricky Rubio tore his ACL last week, so that's two point guards tearing their ACLs in the last like two months. So now the only point guard that they had was Darius Garland, from what I know. And then Rondo's been sitting on the bench. The Lakers not getting play PT anyway, so what's the point? So the Lakers traded Rondo to the Cavs for Denzel Valentine. Denzel Valentine ended up getting waived. Shout out my man Denzel Valentine though, because that boy's been hustling, working in the G League. He got a call up from the Cavs, and now they're just tossing to the side. And now he's about to get away with that NBA contract. That sucks. Damn. But yeah, Rondo. Yeah, Rondo. Rondo got to the Cavs to be like their backup point guard, which which I think is great for them because Rico Rubio was doing damage. Yeah, he was nice a, this season. That's what I'm saying. So I hope Rondo gets like to play. He gets to like to to showcase his skills at least. Like I know he's old. He's an OG. I know he can still lead a team and shit like that. So. Hopefully, hopefully he does make something happen because I really like the Cavs. I really like how they've been performing. They're they're, they're like bringing like kind of old basketball back. The, all the men on their team are like over six eight and uh, except the point guard, obviously. But like all their guys are huge. They're playing big basketball out there. They got they got the vets coming off the bench. You got the young guys starting. Like Jared Allen's doing nice. Evan Mobley's doing nice out there. They got Kevin Love coming off the bench, dropping thirty five balls. It's like it's like. <laughs> Everything's going well for the guys. Now they just added Rondo, so yeah, that's pretty much it, bro. Yeah, they're like a sneaky team, but damn, bro, the yeah, Lakers exactly. just let Rondo go and didn't get nothing back. That's that's in the state you're in, bro. The way the team's looking, you can't be making no like useless trades. You gotta get something, something, bro. 
I don't know. I think they're just doing that for roster spot at this point. I'm, I'm going to see. Like, I don't know. I don't really know what they're trying to do, realistically speaking. I have a feeling. I have a feeling they're going to blow up the whole team and, and just sign a bunch of your uh, just random guys and shit like that. Uh, call up a bunch of G League guys. But then again, like, that, it's not looking too good for them, regardless. Like, right, like regardless of whatever situation they're in. It's looking AD bad. <laughs> yeah, AD in the lineups, Russell Westbrook averaging like six to seven turnovers a game. It's like one man, six to seven turnovers a game is just way too much. Mm. LeBron's not doing his thing, though. LeBron yeah, exactly. 19 still... There's one man yeah. that is doing his thing, though, man. Yeah, <laughs> that guy right there, he won't stop. Like, I don't know, man. At this point, LeBron has me shook. It's just, I wasn't, I was really not even expecting that. Not even. I was expecting him to give me a 20, 10, and this, that, whatever. But now he's like top two leading scores in the league, like 28, 7, and 8, or some shit like that. And it's just like, wait, hold on. Like, I was really not, like, no, no. LeBron should not be doing this right now. Right. He's playing 40 minutes a game. 19 season in the league, he's playing 14 minutes, 40 minutes a game. I don't know, bro. I just, I don't know, bro. If this guy makes it to wherever I think he's going to make it, I, I I just, I don't mean, I don't know, man. I really want another championship for him, but, like, the way this team is looking, yeah. this is not going to happen, bro. LeBron's got to play the five in order for them to perform. Uh, I lost you for a second. What'd you say? Yeah, what did he do to Rudy Gobert? I mean, I, I said, I said, I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think LeBron, because I don't think LeBron will be able to play the five, drop forty, and play against Rudy Gobert, bro. LeBron nah. at the five against Rudy, I don't think that would be a thing. Nah. But exactly, but even him, when it comes, to, when it comes to maintaining things, I don't know, I don't know how well that's gonna, that's gonna go. But seasons, seasons long, I, he's not gonna be able to keep that up for that long. At least, at least. From the way I'm looking at it. Well, one, he can't. And two, he shouldn't even have to, bro. Like, that's that's the problem. But I will say this. Like, this is, like, probably, like, I know people are going to be like, yo, what about everything else? But, like, after 2016, this is some of the most impressed I've ever been with LeBron. Like, what he's doing right now. And it's going to fly under the radar because it's, like, regular season for a trash box team. Like, you know, like, because they are a trash box right now. Uh, like, and it's yeah. not in the playoffs. And, like, he's won chips with Miami and like you know chip with the lakers but to me this is the most impressive lebron's been because it's him literally showing like yeah like when i push my body to its limits like i can still perform like that like that but uh i just don't do it because i'm like trying to keep myself healthy and stuff and that's the scary part because if the if he has to keep doing this for the lakers which eventually he's going to stop once once like the the playoff like once like their their chances of making the playoffs are like pretty much out the window like he's going to chill i think but, like, uh, he, he can't maintain this only because, like, yo, he, he, let's say LeBron does put the team on his back and carries them to the playoffs at his age. That guy's not making it two rounds before, like, something's going to happen to him. Either he's going to burn out or get injured. Like, you know what I mean? This is too much. Even for LeBron, you know what I mean? At his age, this is a lot, bro. This is too much on the body. I mean, yeah, most definitely. But, I, like, they're making the playoffs, that's for sure. Like, I, th- I think they're making the playoffs. LeBron, LeBron doesn't have to do... Like, if LeBron keeps going like this, for like even, even like, even if he drops it down to, like, 20 points a game, I think they can still make the playoffs. I, like, my only thing is is their supporting cast. It's, like, whoever's around them is just, like, complete doo-doo. Like, yeah. like they're just... They're just bad, and it's like too many turnovers, and they're losing. T- they're losing games to like Memphis. But that's like, what I'm saying. Like, like LeBron is doing this, and they're still losing. Like, that's the problem. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, they're that. still losing. That's the issue. Like, if LeBron was doing this and they're winning, like, it's still stressful. But like, it's a little bit less. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they could 
they could take their time with it, like, you know, move some pieces here and there and get the right supporting cast. But the way it's, like, it's looking, if LeBron's doing all this and they're still losing, like, what's the point even, you know what I mean? Like, the man's dropping, what, damn near, excuse me, 40 points a game, like, every game. Like, what, 40, yeah, 10, he's, and 10? He's, he's gone, like, he's gone, like, over 30 for the last six games, I think, which is, which is just insane. Yeah. Like, they're yeah. playing again tonight, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he's on, like, a seven-game streak. But, like, yeah, man, on, honestly, like, I feel bad for LeBron. Like, yo, long, young LeBron on, on, on those crazy teams, like, you, you couldn't really f- feel bad for it. But old LeBron, it's like, damn, bro, give the man some help. Give the man some help, man. <laughs> anybody, anybody. <laughs> give that guy, like, Clay Thompson and, it's a, and, like, you know, he's doing all right. Like, just give him one guy, you know? It's supposed to be Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook, but, like, clearly that's not working. Russell, you're not getting shit for Russell Westbrook. No one's taking that contract. No one's taking that contract for nothing, bro. Like, if, if no one's taking that contract and they're aware of that, they're just going to have to make it work, which until this day, like... I have moments where I feel like it's a failure, but I have moments where I feel like they can make it work because Russell is, like, understanding, like, bro, just cut down your shooting. Like, you just cut it down and just attack the fucking paint. And he's been doing that in the last six games. So it's like, if he does understand that the only way this guy can actually perform and hit the game and shit like that is when he, like, he attacks, then yeah. But no, Russell, I don't know if he's going to keep that up. That's my only issue with that guy. Yo, That's the only thing it is. The- Yo, the thing with Russ is that, like, he, he, I, I told you, bro, I, I, I think off the bench is the solution for him. You know what I mean? Like, that's the solution. <laughs> Russ off the bench. Like, and it, it's never going to happen, but, like, that that's what I would do if I was the coach. But, like, Russ wouldn't allow it. You know yeah, what I mean? I know. But, yeah, I know. I'd, I'd have, I'd have AD LeBron as, like, my, my starters. Like, they go do their damage, kind of like 2018 Lakers style, and then Russ with whoever else other than AD and LeBron just going and that's his time to shine, you know? Like a Lou yeah, Will type yeah. of situation. Like, you know? Yeah. They have to, they're going to have, they're going to have to look at the, uh, this team to be honest with you, but I don't know what they can add or what they can trade for because no one's taking that Russell contract. You know, they need shooters. Need they need defenders, <laughs> which is like two of the hardest things to get. So, they definitely need defenders, bro. And they're not doing any. Yeah, they definitely need defenders, but you're not getting anyone that's going to defend the ball and want to play for the Lakers at this moment. They got Stanley Johnson, which he's a lockdown defender, which I love. I love him as a defender. But like, but like when it comes to when it comes to having Carmelo Anthony in, in the pick and roll, everyone know Carmelo is a liability. He, he's not quick laterally. He can't move. He can't defend nobody. This guy, you attack him at the rim, he's gonna foul you at all times. Carmelo Anthony can't play defense. See, so but that's like, the, that's what the are thing you though. Do? Like. What, like if you have Carmelo Anthony Anthony on the court, the four other players need to be defenders, bro. They have to be. That's usually what you do, right? Like, like if yeah. you have a player who can't defend, you just like stack up everything else to to do for his weakness. But the problem is, is like, Melo's not that important to the team where you're gonna build like an op- an offense around him. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, he's supposed to be like a pop and shoot type of guy. You know, like. But, but my guy, if, if your only job is to pop and shoot the ball and score the ball, I think defensively you should be you shouldn't be a liability at least. Like you shouldn't be an automatic bucket or foul. Like to me, like that's that's how I know. Like, can you even play basketball if if you're literally a bucket or a foul? If you're uh-huh. the La- if you're the Lakers, are you getting rid of Melo? Do I still have like having LeBron on my team right now, bro? Like who? I'm like who? Who are you cutting? Who are you keeping? Obviously, LeBron is staying, guaranteed. Is he? He's gone. 
Tucci has to go. Tucci. has only got one value. You have to trade him. Tucci's got to go. Russell's to me is should have been done. Yeah. There's, I've been seeing mock drafts about, about about Michael Brogdon and Miles Turner for Russell Westbrook, which like if the Lakers Never. actually <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. If the Lakers have, if the Indiana ever asks this to the Lakers, I'd be like, yo, blow that shit up right now. Give me Michael Brogdon and Miles Turner for Russell any freaking day of the week. I don't care. I do not care. I do that's, not care. I, I think Miles Turner is worth more than Russell Westbrook right now. Man, I like. That's just because you know we we we're hitting on Russell, but realistically, like Miles Turner worth more than Russell Westbrook. That's that's tough, man. At his like the play that he has and the contract he has is like I feel like more teams would want him than Russ, and that's why his value is higher. I'm not saying he's a better player or a worse player. I'm just saying his value is higher. You know what I mean? Like I feel like OG Ananobi's value is higher than Russell Westbrook. You know what I mean? Like it's like more teams would want OG would trade for OG would actually give a package that's worth it. For OG than Russell Westbrook simply because Russ's contract and he's not playing to like you know what you would expect yeah. from him. Like bro, I mean, we're witnessing Lakers. yo. This is 2012 Lakers, bro. Again, this is literally 2012 Lakers. This is Steve Nash, Dwight Howard, and Kobe, bro. That's literally what's happening right now. History repeating itself. Like think about it, bro. Like. Steve Nash, bro, Steve Nash was not as good as Russell is right now. Now you're actually dissing, bro. He wasn't. Like, he on, wasn't. Bro. He wasn't, but Dwight Howard before he was on the Lakers was as good as AD, maybe maybe better, you know? And then after he went on the Lakers and then his career went downhill. And Kobe was doing the same thing LeBron's doing, putting up numbers, but, like, the team was just not working, you know? Like. Yeah, Kobe, Kobe and Dwight did not get along at that time. Yeah. That was that was that was just a bad that was just a bad combo too though like like the White's game went from like being around him to being a secondary if so like third player at third option at times like that was that was a really bad shift when when now like AD does have the chance to be that first option the same way he was with the Pelicans but he's not taking that because he's soft like a flower. <laughs> uh, it's just I don't know Russell's, still, Russell's doing what Russell should be doing at this point it's just to me the only thing that's pissing me off is him averaging six to seven turnovers a game like it's just it's just too much like it's just for one person it's just and they're dumb turnovers too like I seen him just dribble the ball off his foot on, on the side out of bounds and all this bullshit and that happened way more than once and it's like fam like are you in this game or are you at home right now like are you here or are you not so it's the IQ. I don't know, Russell. Russell <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I fuck Russell, bro. Russell, Russell, Russell's my guy, but like, it's just yeah, he's doing way too much, too many dumb things to me to to still give him excuses at this point. It's like, man, do you want a championship or do you not? Stop shooting that fucking tree ball and and just attack the damn paint. Like, damn, this is what you're best at. This is what you're good at. This is what you do. So like, I don't know at this point, bro. Well, we're we gonna wait and see. I'm talking shit right now. He turns the fuck up, drops me a fifty ball. But that's why you know it's gonna happen. But you know, I got my hopes up some way somehow. Has Russ dropped the thirty ball this, this year yet? For me, no, not that I. I am not too sure. Russ, Russ doesn't really care for thirty balls. He cares for fucking triple doubles. Triple dubs, bro. <laughs> ten, ten, and ten, bro. Call me Draymond Green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the only thing he wants. That's the only thing he's chasing on the court. But he's a what? What does Skip call him? A, a stat machine or whatever the fuck he call him? Bro, he's a stat pattern, bro. Come on, man. Yeah, like, 
It's bad. It's do you bad, think Russell Russell would be a better player if he wasn't shooting for triple doubles all the time? Do you think he'd be at least for the Lakers? Would he be a better player right now? I know early career he made his name off of that, but right now, do you think he needs to like drop the triple double thing? Because like he, his turnovers would probably go down if he stopped trying to hit ten assists every game, you know. But the thing is, like Russell being Russell, if Russell grabs a rebound, he's going down downhill faster than anybody else I know. If Russell makes a if if Russell grabs a rebound a rebound and goes downhill, like the chances of him making it to the rim are really slim compared to him actually making a nice pass hitting a three, let's say. And then him getting ten points is not that hard. So him getting a triple double is what he should be doing, but it's just it's the how he gets it. At least the way I'm seeing it. Russell gets a rebound for me, bro. That ball is moving so fucking quick down the court. So fucking quick down the court. Like that guy is fast. So he grabs a rebound, you know my offense is already running. And I would I would love that. But at that point, like IQ wise, like what decision are you making? Are you taking it all the way or are you making a pass? That's when his IQ is like, uh, like it's kind of shaky. Mm-hmm. You know, and then also at the free throw line, he's not he's not the best free throw shooter as a point guard, especially. Like that's shaky. It's like I don't know. To me, Russell Westbrook is walking through a triple double at all times. Like it's not it shouldn't be hard for him to get a triple double. He's he's built for it. He's one of the best rebounding guards in the league. He runs fast. He can make plays. It's just his IQ is just shaky. The way the boy, the boy turns the ball over is just mad. It's mad. <laughs> but yeah, yo. But yo, I'm seeing another point you got here. I don't know if I agree with this, but you're saying Demar MVP type season. So is that is that you is that you thinking that Demar deserves MVP or he's in the conversation? What are you what are you trying to say right here? I'm saying he's definitely, he needs a moment in the conversation as of this season, yo. Because right now, right now, okay, I think this season they're going to have to give us an actual definition of what the most valuable player is. Because if Steph Curry is getting the most valuable player, isn't that shit, isn't that, like, isn't the MVP supposed to be that guy where, like, without him, this team ain't it, or they're not doing anything, or anything like that, like, without him, there are games this team is not winning. You take Steph Curry off the Golden State Warriors, bro, they're not doing what they're doing right now, but they're not Detroit Pistons. I feel the same way about the Bulls, though, like, you know what I mean? Like, they still have, like, Zach, Lonzo, like, you know what I mean, Vooch, like, um, yo, honestly, I've had this conversation in so many sports because, like that, like what you're saying, like the true, the true definition of MVP should be like that player that the team can literally like not survive without. But I feel like MVPs kind of become the best player on a team that makes the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like out of the, all the teams that made the playoffs, who was the most valuable and best player? That's usually what I feel like who the MVP goes to. Because the MVP almost, like, has the MVP ever gone to, like, a, a player who was not on a playoff team in the NBA? I don't know. I don't think so. Like, okay, I know of no. You know what I mean? It's like Jokic is playing an MVP-type season as well this year. Another MVP-type season. It's just the Nuggets aren't doing shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Jokic is Jokic is still amazing. Like, he's putting up numbers. It's just the, the Nuggets are trash. Like, you know what I mean? They, they can't do nothing. Um, yeah. So... And he's not being talked about at all, and that's why, because the team is not performing. I feel like it's like a combination of performance, playoff team, and like you know the player itself. So uh, you're gonna have to give me a better definition of this year, bro, because I really don't know who the hell is gonna win this MVP title at this point. Because like, if it's like, it makes sense when you say like, I think it's it should be. A, 
Yeah, like, but then again, like, it's definitely that guy. Like, I fuck with Steph. Don't even, don't even get me wrong. Like, I fuck with what he's been doing and shit like that. But why is Steph my MVP? Why is Steph the most valuable player this season? Because he beat a record? Yeah, the stats he's putting up, him beating a record, like, it's like, it shouldn't, but it will play a part. I know the media is going to be like, yo, he just broke a record this that's year. That's mad. Like, yeah, that's crazy. You know? um, yeah. But, bro, look at it. Like, it's it's not like it hasn't been done before, right? When Russell, Russell Westbrook uh, had his triple-double season, he won the MVP. What was it? Second triple-double season, right? In a row. And then he won the MVP. But, like, was he necessarily the best player in the league? Or was it, like, you know what I mean? Like, after he, he, he never stopped doing, getting triple-doubles, why wasn't he the MVP every year? You know what I mean? Why was he only the MVP that one that that time where he did it two years in a row? I think that's what it was, right? Like after he did it two years in a row, then they gave him MVP. So because he was the first to do it, they were like, "Oh yeah, let's give him a an MVP." Like, but then after that, they never gave it to him again. Like, eh, but he's still averaging a triple double. So what's the difference? He's literally playing the same as he did his MVP season, but he doesn't have an MVP. So yeah. I I think things like that always play a part. Like I think if LeBron is like like a top five player in the league and he beats Kareem's record, don't be surprised if they give him an MVP. Like, you know what I mean? Like, things like that matter, you know? So I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, of course you wouldn't. <laughs> Another MVP for Bron. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, like, I don't know about DeMar having, like, is he? Ah, yo, honestly, man, those last, those those two back-to-back game winners were incredible. Incredible. Yo, I, I, just think, I just think he's that guy on this team, fam. I just think, I understand. And that's all it is to me. Like, I think, I think if if they if they have to have an MVP conversation, if they leave him out, that would be that would be like kind of weird. Because like, if you have to take if you have to take three players in the league right now for MVP, like I don't even know. Like, is KD is this conversation? Curry's in there. KD KD should be, but like I don't know, man. Like I wouldn't put him in there, but I think he will be just out of, out of process of elimination. Uh, Demar is probably in there, yeah. Demar is probably in there because if I'm looking at the teams that are making noise. I mean, the Suns are doing pretty nice right now. I don't know how, how their stars are performing. But the Suns have a pretty nice record too. I wouldn't be surprised if one of their guys is in the MVP conversation. Um, who else have we got? Like, those are like, that's that's like the three big teams, I would say, right? Suns, Golden State, Bulls. Like, who's who else is making lots of noise in the league right now? Brooklyn's first in the East at the moment, but that's only because that's so, only because KD, KD K- did snap at some yeah, point. Yeah, KD's gonna be in that conversation, bro. Like he'll be in there. Like it's mm-hmm. prob- probably be like KD, Demar, uh, Curry, and then like I don't know who's doing better, D Book or Chris Paul, but like one of those two. And then I don't know who the fifth person is gonna be in the top five, but it'll be something like that. You know what I mean? It'll be those those playoff contender teams. Um, but yeah, man, what do you think is leading to like Demar's success on the Bulls though? Like, is it like, do you think it's just that like he has no pressure? Is that why like he's able like what what's the difference between the this Bulls teams and the Raptors and like like you know can he keep it going in the playoffs? Difference between him between him now and him for the Raptors, damn, that's a good ass question. The difference between him and the Raptors, I feel like they literally now he just he doesn't have to play anyone's game. He has to play his game. I feel like he's telling Billy Donovan what he wants to play and what he wants to do. Realistically, and and no matter how much people say like, oh yeah, Zach Levine is his co-star, this guy, this that, whatever, bro. Demar Derozan brings the ball up, he takes the last shot, he makes plays for everyone. Like, I feel like this is more his team than Zach Levine's team. Zach Levine, now nah, I feel like he's he's, he's kind of taking a, a step back, where like he doesn't handle the ball as much. He did go, he does go crazy though. Like I give Zach Levine all his credit, but when it comes to handling the ball and the men on the team, 
Like I think it's Demar, bro. And like yeah. when he played for Raptors, when he played for Raptors, I feel like it was it was kind of a shared type of cast. Like him and Kyle Lowry had like you know an equal role on the team. But here, I feel like it's Demar and then Zach Levine and then all the other guys. Like when he played for Raptors, it was a little bit different. I feel like Kyle Lowry was on top with him out there at least. And then you have to give Pascal Siakam a little, a little kind of a bigger role than what he was supposed to be like, I think. But no, nah, man, the Raptors did Demar dirty, but. <laughs> I'm happy they did that to him because now he's just he's just balling. Bro, like, Demar just needs to be in a red jersey, bro. As long as Demar's in a red jersey, <laughs> he performs. Yeah, but it's crazy. It's actually crazy. Just even like watching him from like first first quarter to all the way down the game, it's like, bro, this guy's really he's playing the game at his own pace. Nobody's rushing him. No defense is handling this guy. Even though his game is not hard to like, his game is not hard to get. Like you watch this guy's film and it's not hard to get. But it's just, bro, he's playing at his own pace. Pump fake, pump fake, boom. Free throw line, boom. (laughs) I saw a man tweet like, is this what, after he hit the two back-to-back uh, game winners. Someone was like, "Was this, is this what it was like to watch Jordan play?" I'm like, "Damn, bro, y'all are guessing." But, but like, I, I I feel like probably like you know what I mean like probably. I mean, his game tough, bro. His game tough. I, I'd say I'd say like Demar. I'd say probably like a combo of Demar and like Kawhi is probably pretty close to pretty much what Jordan was. So like definitely I'll offensive offensive game like is definitely a lot like Jordan. Like you know like like spin fade. Like you know, yeah. in, inside he a lot of inside scoring, but like like mid range, uh, and yo damn, he, I, I was sleeping on Demar's three pointer, bro. It's like crazy. that second that second one, the the second uh, game winner he scored, that was gross, bro. He pump faked the man and then off balance hit a three. That was fu- That that was other man's face. That was disgusting. <laughs> like, that was absolutely disrespectful. But it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like, like it's like Demar said shit like oh blah blah like I, he's mimicking his game after Kobe and shit and then Kobe took his game from MJ so it's like I would not be surprised people comparing his game to MJ at this point I would not mm. be his scoring is definitely like the defense is not the same but the scoring is definitely there you know yeah um, but like his athleticism dunking like things like that very similar like offensively I would say that's why I say like com- combination of him and Kawhi because they're both in the mid-range but Kawhi kind of has like those big hands to do that that ball palm like fake you know what i mean and like and the defense yeah. i miss Kawhi too bro Kawhi is like Kawhi p Kawhi is one of the greatest nba players i've ever seen in my life and that's like that's 100%. not not even gas he is he's literally one of the greatest like that 2019 raptors Kawhi. like there's a reason why like they want to chip you know what i mean they want to chip because of Kawhi. like because of him without him they're not. They might not even make it past the 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 Sixers, bro. Like you know what I mean. They beat the Sixers, the Bucks, and the Warriors. That's insanity, insanity. And I know the Warriors lost Clay and KD, but they still had like they still have like Steph Curry, Steph Curry, and freaking Draymond. Like you know that team was not horrible without them, and they had them for a few games at the very least. And they had Boogie Cousins off the bench too. You know like. As as much as people want to diss, I mean Boogie had good games in the playoffs. People people forget because they lost, but. Uh, yeah, man. Damn. DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeChosen. I'm happy for him, man. I'm happy yeah. for DeMar. But, yeah, you know, there's another man who, who's going to be switching jerseys. You know, he's been loyal to another team for a while. Rumor is Lorenzo Insigne is coming to, coming to Toronto, coming to TFC. Have you heard about That's these rumors? Right. 
I heard about that, but that's crazy. I never, I never even saw that coming. I didn't even like, I didn't, I didn't even think about that whatsoever. Like that's weird. <laughs> yo, honestly, as a player, it, it makes no sense. But someone explained to me like, yo, he's gonna get like, like, I don't know, like twice, twice his paycheck per season or something, like something stupid like that. Uh, and I was like, ah, he might, he he might. I think he's gonna be. He'll definitely be the best player to ever play. In MLS, and I know we had David Beckham, but I'm talking about like in his prime, I guess. Like you, know what I mean, he's definitely the most, the the most in prime star to come to MLS if he comes right now. Like, like Zlatan was like Zlatan held that title even though Zlatan was in his like mid 30s when he came. But like Zlatan's mm. probably the best player to ever yeah. play in MLS. Like at his peak, we've had Didier Dogba, Pirlo, Beckham, but all those guys came when they were basically like kind of watched i want to say like beckham beckham started it beckham started like oh i'm still good enough and i look good in mls and then zlatan was the next one and i feel like insignia is gonna be like insane out here and obviously toronto we know we have the big italian community so we already know why toronto is like making that move getting the bank um you know getting people in seats i would go watch insignia play honestly i would like that would would make me watch tfc play like yeah, I probably would too. But what does that mean for him, like internationally though? Like, is he gonna be in shape to, to play? That's a big that's a big thing because you know, MLS MLS competition is not gonna bring nobody to to like world class competition. You feel me? Yeah, word. I hear you. I mean, I think he'll still get to play because they'll he'll still come into training camp with Italy. They'll see how he plays. Like right yeah. now, the only winger who's better than him, I would say, is probably Chiesa. So like he he still has a spot on the team. Like you know. Them, that guy's a problem and a half. Who, Kiesa? Like, yeah, that boy, that boy, problematic, for real, I, for real. I, I honestly think he's, like, the best Italian player in the world right now, I'd say. Like, he he needs to get out of Serie A and go play. I think he could play Prem. I honestly think he could play on any Premier League team as, as a winger. Like, he's just a perfect winger, <laughs> but... Him, I want him for my Chelsea boys. That was supposed to be a thing, so they better push that shit He'd be again. nasty on that team. He'd be nasty on any team, to be honest. Any of the big boys. Like, yeah. the only team I wouldn't want him to go to is Man U, because they would just ruin his career. But, like, that's the only team I wouldn't And, like, Liverpool, I guess he wouldn't get PT with Salah and Sané. Um, that's what I'm saying. That's why he's like, got to come to the big boys, man. he got to come to the blue boys. Yeah, who, who are your winners right now? Pulisic and, like, like who else? Is yeah, T- Timo's on the wing now. Yeah, it's annoying, but we're having drama. I don't know if you heard uh, Lukaku saying he's unhappy and shit like that, and he wants to go back to Inter. So oh, he <laughs> wants to go back to Inter. Off the team real quick, real fast. Damn, bro. Yeah, that's what he's saying. But he went to the media. He went to the media yesterday saying about how he's unhappy with the team because we changed the system. When when like, bro, you you asked for a break, you got injured, you didn't perform, and now like it's all drama and shit. So he might go. He might go, so Timo might have to have back in the middle. That's what I'm saying. If my boy kids are still up to play in the Prem, you come join the blue team, bro. Like, I'm up for it. I'm up for it, man. Damn. Yeah, right. Then what? Y'all probably, yeah. y'all probably will play what? Pulisic or Timo as striker, I guess? Like. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Or, or what? Abraham? I don't know. if it, Who's been your starting striker with Lukaku out? It's uh, it's it's literally Pulisic or Timo. Literally. Pulisic or Timo? I like Pulisic as striker. I like him too. Tammy went to, to, to Roma and he's killing it. Oh, yeah, he's killing with Roma? And he's killing it. Is he on loan or did they buy him? 
The Bayern. The Bayern. What the fuck? <laughs> the Bayern. The Bayern. The Bayern. The Bayern. The Chelsea boys are loving him. The bad that guy. <laughs> Damn, bro. You said, that, you said that with pleasure, bro. <laughs> you said that like you're happy. He's I, I was actually so happy for him, bro. I'm not even going to lie to you. Oh, you like you like Tommy, Tammy. I love him, bro, but because every single time he played for us, he scored. Every single time he played, he performed. He did his thing. But the thing is, Tomatisha never wanted him to he never <laughs> wanted to start him. He yeah. never wanted to start him. But it's like, it's like, fam, you're ruining my guy's potential. It's like, it's like, I don't I like I want him to perform. I want him to be able to be on the pitch and showcase his skill, right? So Roma didn't have a strike at that time. So he went out there, he started like maybe four or five games in a row and he scored four or five times in a row. And I'm like, bro, fam, you see, you see this guy? You see this guy? That's a guy right there. So yeah, mm. I, I was definitely happy for that guy, bro. Good for him, bro. For sure. Good for him. But yeah, man. Uh I don't know. I don't know what Insignia's thinking. I guess it's just for the bag. I think he's I think he's too good for MLS, to be honest. But hey man, he'll come out here, he'll be a superstar. I'll watch him play. I don't mind. I would actually get an Insignia jersey. If I was ever to get a TFC jersey, Juvinko was the closest. I ever would have come to buy one, but Insigne, I actually wouldn't mind an Insigne uh, TFC jersey. Like, he's probably definitely going to be the best player to ever put on a TFC jersey, I think. Like, he, like, and like I said, I think he'll be, he'll, he'll be one of the better players in MLS just because, like, Insigne has a tendency to be flashy, which, one, like, I feel like American markets like, and I feel like he'll be more successful with what he does in MLS than he, he is in like Serie A or on the international stage because he likes to do that like like he likes to be flashy you know he doesn't take the excuse me the strike that you should take he'll take the strike that like people are gonna be like ooh ah what a goal like he loves that little that little like curl shot into the back post you know like he loves those and I feel like he'll have less like defenders on his case in, in MLS than he was dealing with in other leagues so so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Like I don't entirely mind it. I think it's a little. Yeah, I think it's a little embarrassing for him. But like, I guess get your get your bag, bro, and we'll come. We'll come. We'll go watch a game. We'll come see you play. But uh, yeah. Uh, I just I just I just hope he brings the family out here. <laughs> Hell nah, bro. He's leaving those, those them in Italy. He's sending the bags over. Yeah, they're living pretty over there, man. They're not going to come deal. Yo, I'm telling you, one season in Toronto in Toronto weather, he's going to be like, what did I do? And he's going to go back. He's staying here for two seasons max, collecting the bag, and he's going back back to Italy, I bet. You know, like a Jermaine Defoe type of situation. but uh, <laughs> Or like a Zlatan, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yo, have you heard about all this, like, J-Paul Dana White drama that's been going on lately? But, yeah, so the, the situation with... Uh, with Jake Paul and Dana, they had their little back and forth about like, oh, I'll test you for cocaine, you test me for steroids, la 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 la. You know, they're just talking shit. Mm-hmm. Like, like who, who, who's gonna randomly like, you know, who are you hiring to randomly drug test Jake Paul and follow him around the world? And same thing for Dana White. You know what I mean? Um, but anyway, so Jake Paul like kind of hits back, and I kind of like what he did, although I know it's a bunch of bullshit and fake promotion and a bu- like him just taking shots at the UFC, but. A big problem in UFC has been fighter pay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, these fighters get paid, like, like shit unless they're, like, up at the top, like, you know, champion level type fighters. So, uh, Jake, Paul, Jake Paul puts this challenge out to Dana instead of answering this whole, like, cocaine, steroids, whatever bullshit. He's like, uh, increase minimum fighter pay 
to 50k it's 12k now so 12k is the minimum fighter pay Seriously. per fight which is really bad if you think about it um guarantee ufc fighters 50 percent of ufc annual revenues uh so and they made 1 billion in 2021 so so ha half a billion so uh we'll go to um ufc fighters like spread across provide long-term health care to all fighters um there are many ufc alums who have publicly said they are suffering from brain damage and then obviously jake paul's typical you know bs you have five days to accept it and implement this clause la 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 so um Although, although Jake Paul, I know it's just a publicity thing, I kind of respect it because he's at least bringing more awareness to the way that the UFC is just like Dana White, bro. That guy, that guy is a modern day mafia boss, bro. Like he's just, he's just making money off these guys and they're not getting paid that much. Like if 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 these numbers are true cuz you know i don't know who who Jake Paul's guy is and how he knows all these things but if these numbers are true if the ufc makes 1 billion a year and the minimum fighter pay is 12k per fights per fight and let's say i don't know like they're having like four fights a month you don't even need to do the math that's those numbers are not even close to to a billion like you know what i mean like they're, the, 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 that means that they're making like a profit margin of like let's say arenas and everything together and fighter pay and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, they're probably making a profit margin of like, ha like half a bill just themselves or at least like, you know, like that? insane numbers, bro. Insane numbers. Yeah. So, um, I respect what Jake Paul's doing, <laughs> but I don't know if I entirely believe it. And then you could just tell this shit is a bunch of bullshit because I'm going to play a clip from Dana White. Uh, and then, uh, Y'all can hear y'all can hear his response to to Jake Paul. Jake, you never responded to the challenge. You publicly stated that I use cocaine. I do not. So I told you you could randomly cocaine test me for the next ten years. I believe that you're a cheater, and I believe that you use steroids. So I want to randomly steroid test you for the next two years. And that thing that you came out with today, nobody on earth thinks that you really wrote that. You're too stupid. And for those of you that don't know, if you've ever watched one of his fights and you see when they do the stare down, the guy that's standing in the middle with the warlock nose and the big warlock ward on his face, apparently that's his manager. And that guy used to be an accountant for me. And let's just say this, he no longer works for me and I think he's a scumbag. But if you two think that you can do it better than we do. Uh, you know, we're doing this whole thing wrong. You could treat the fighters better than we do. Knock yourself out. Go start your own business. It's easy to do. Go st get the warlock on it. The warlock can get it started for you. What you and the warlock should be focused on is your business. You're tanking. You can't sell pay-per-views. You know, no, yeah, you're calling out Jorge Masvidal because he's a pay-per-view superstar. Nate Diaz, Conor McGregor, Mike Tyson. These are all superstars. You're not. You can't sell pay-per-views. So you do whatever the hell you want to do. I'm ready to roll, buddy. I don't use cocaine. Do you use steroids? Let's do this, Jake. Jake, you're not. So uh, you've had the opportunity to hear the full clip, right, KB? 
Um, yeah. <laughs> do you see how this is just like, like this is just this is just a business, bro. This is dirty yeah, business scheme. right here. Yeah. Just the marketing scheme. Yeah, marketing scheme, mind games, like stupid stuff. You know what I mean? Like this, is, and you can tell Dana White too. Dana White is just flexing because he knows that he can say what he wants and do what he wants, and nothing's gonna like. Jay Paul's not getting these fighters. Dana White has to approve, bro. Like this is Dana White. Basically, with that two those two minutes of Dana White talking, we're literally just like, yo, Jake Paul. Put some respect on my name. In fact, why don't you get on your knees and suck my toes, and then I might let you fight one of my fighters. That's basically what he's saying, bro. So I just thought this whole situation was kind of funny because it just goes to show that, like, yo, this is this is basically WWE shit. You know what I mean? It's literally just, like, talking shit, acting, like, saying a bunch of stuff, threats. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Jake Paul saying, oh, implement increased fighter play in five days, blah, 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 blah. Dana White's not going to do that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Dana White's not going to do that. You're you're endearing yourself to the fans of UFC who are going to be like, oh, look, Jay Paul's not such a bad guy. He cares about fighter pay and stuff. But, like, yo, you, he's just saying shit, and then Dana's not going to do it. And then look yeah, at Dana first. over here talking about, like, I don't do cocaine. Do you do steroids? Da, la, la, new narrative. Oh, these fighters sell pay-per-view, blah, blah, Bro, they're literally profiting off each other. Profiting off each other, like bro, it's insane. Bro, attention is the new currency, bro. Attention is the new currency. The more, the more we get to freaking speak about them, the, the, the more they're gonna be making money, anyways. Like, exactly. Just, Yo, bro. Good publicity or bad publicity is still publicity. You know what I mean? Like it. Exactly, it, it don't yeah. matter. Like you know. Yo, imagine like Adam Silver being on social media and be like, I don't do cocaine. Do you do steroids? Like, I mean, imagine. Imagine any other like like business, like like sport business commissioner, whatever you want to call them, doing what Dana White just did. Like, do you see? This is some WWE shit. This is fucking jokes, bro. This is just like <laughs> makes me laugh. But yeah, I felt I would share that with you, you know, just this so is you Vince know. McMahon. <laughs> I don't do cocaine. How about you? <laughs> you guys are clowns, bro. <laughs> you guys are just clowns, yo. But anyways, hey man, yo, Jake Paul, Dana White, get your bag. Get your bag, it's okay. Uh, we respect it, but I'm not even hating though. Yeah, if yo, Jake, but if you want to share, man, I, I'll gladly accept my guy. Like, you know, I ain't mad or nothing. Oh, yeah, I know, bro. You already said you would let Jake Paul knock you off for, for a million, bro. Like, for a million, yes, with the hell? you know, bro. I will, I, I might too. I might too. Yo, call me a, a seller. Call yeah. me a seller. I, I could use a million. I could use a million. Um, I, I'd fight him for a million, though. Maybe he won't have to knock me out, but 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 I'd fight him for a million. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta beat IT first. Then after you beat IT, you could be the guy who beat IT is fighting Jake Paul. You know. Um, IT IT didn't be last in the league for his ten day contract. <laughs> he got tossed after eight days. Please, bro. Yeah, Please. Damn. That's sad. Yo, Cleveland should sign him, bro. They need a point guard. I think actually I think I think I think uh Dallas is signing him, but I'm not too sure though. That's just rumors on here again. Yeah. I, I heard Lance like he left the Hawks and he's going to Indiana, he's back in. He's back in Indiana. I think that's, that's kind of sick. That's crazy. That's sick, actually. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's what the vids doing us. <laughs> but uh, we want to wish all y'all a happy New Year. We're, we're sure. you know, we, we we made it through made it through a full year of doing the pod, uh, and we will catch you on the next one. Take it easy. Peace.